right, Sasquatch. All right. It's been a long time since we've even bothered to speak. I know, in right? In any way, shape, or form, but uh, I figure, uh, I don't know what it was. I figured the time was right. Yep. I'm looking at the situation that that we appear to be in, which is the such an uncertainty of our nation. We live in the United States. So I know that there's people that listen to this, at least one or two. Yeah. Uh, I can see on, was it the Spotify stats or whatever? It says mm-hmm. that as soon as I post it up, somebody's downloaded in the United Kingdom. Hey, there you go. So <laughs> shout out to the... To the bloody blokes, you know, <laughs> over over yonder. Cause, you know. Cause, yeah, cause they, they, they want to live vicariously through us. <laughs> I don't know, and I, I don't even I don't even know what. <laughs> I don't even know, man. All I know is that I, I that's not a place. There's certain areas I've just heard things, right? You know, where it's like, don't know if it'd be for me, right, right, right. You know, as far as certain parts of that area mm. so anyways we're not going to go into that but when i think about our nation though bro i'm kind of like somebody that confuses people because i just was talking with a guy the other night mm-hmm. about the flag issue of like pledging allegiance to the flag the colin, colin kaepernick issue mm-hmm. things like that and i mean my main question was was like isn't the people supposed to be more important than the flag absolutely I mean, I think that sometimes people just get blinded by ideas and things where they don't understand the priority, you know, of things. So it's like, for example, the southern border, Um, you know, I understand where the left or liberals may be coming from Mm -hmm. when they some of them, the innocent ones, at least. I, I believe there is people out there that don't realize what exactly they're subscribing to when they call themselves a liberal democrat or right whatever. i really don't like labels but i guess i'm gonna stick with that for now well i mean we could just call them what they are which is communists well you have that's what i'm Marxist. saying I, I do believe there's some though that they just don't realize the depth of the corruption and the the atrocities that are committed in the name of democracy or whatever and it's like you know the southern border issue is not an issue of whether or not we want immigrants coming here or not. Right. That's not the problem. It it's about regulation. It's like mm-hmm. you 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 got to have a filter on your water for a reason. Exactly. You know, just because you don't filter your water, mm-hmm. you might have bought it in the at the gas station and it's already been done for you. But nobody's wanting to drink muddy water, you know, out of a creek without boiling it or putting it through one of them straw things or whatever the case may be. Right. And um, so I, I just look at it like that is like, why would you just want just whoever to come in to our country and do whatever? But do I don't know about you, but I've been hearing things about the extent of the military aged males that's been coming up to the southern border. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming this has been going on for a long time or at least to some extent. And I'm like, I don't know what people think is about to happen. Like what? You get what I'm saying? Like oh, I get I get what you're saying. Well, I mean, it all started probably, I'd say, around four to five months ago when um, here in Indiana, uh, we have Atterbury down down south in Atterbury. Yep. And so um, I remember when I was listening to, shout out to um, Monkey Works. Uh, he's an air tra- a former air traffic controller and does a lot of stuff on gauging where planes are going what things are doing and he did a full episode on the border and about what is coming across the border and it was right when everything was getting hot and heavy over in afghanistan over in the middle east they started flying people to the to the mexican panhandle area and then they were just started walking north we had tens of thousands of people just walking north and then all of a sudden they started they decided hey we're going to send buses to pick them up and bring them inland to the United States. So what they did is they cleared out the majority of like 75% of all of the military bases. And where military bases. Where? Um Atterbury was the main one and then you've got there's a I've got a map um that had a bunch of other ones on there. There was 25 different bases that they basically cleared out so that these pe- these migrants could stay there. They were all, what ages were they? 18 to 27. No women, no children, no nothing. And then all of a sudden, within about three weeks, all those bases, nobody was there. 
where did they go? What did they do? Well, the government decided, oh, we're going to give them $5,000 each and find them apartments into the com- different communities. Are you sure you didn't take, they didn't take them underground and feed them to the, nope. <laughs> to the uh, reptilians? <laughs> now, don't get me started on the reptilian se- section right there, man. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> no. bro, like, hey, with, I mean, that it, I don't, I'm not for, I mean, in all seriousness, though, right. like, I've literally heard of these underground military bases and oh, stuff, I and have, I'm thinking yeah. it's made, it's made me th- rethink some things. Just, just, just the mere possibility mm-hmm. that, um, Someone at some time thought that 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 was the thing to do. Um, just that alone is is enough for me to stay away from certain places. Right. Yeah. I mean, it. It. I mean, we've got one right here in Beach Grove, a uh, secret military base, and it's pretty. It's pretty intense. I mean, I know the people that work there. That they say, yeah. You, I mean, if you see military people, don't ask them any questions. Don't say anything. Just let them do their thing. It. Yeah. It's pretty intense. So, I mean, I think we've probably touched on this a little bit before, but today's a new day. It's mm-hmm. a new episode. It's been a while. Refresh my memory. Um, do you think that we're in a in a position where some bad things could happen soon? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, we've been in a silent war, World War Three, silent World War Three, for about two years. And it is just being ready to start the kickoff because one look at what time it is it's basically election time and they are afraid of trump they are afraid of uh kennedy jr they are afraid of a lot of different things that um something big's getting ready to pop off absolutely 100 percent, something big and you've got yellowstone where uh the yellowstone um, volcano that they decided, oh, we're going to drill down six and a half miles, fill a pocket of magma that keeps growing inside of it with um, some sort of freeze material to freeze the magma so that it stops growing 26 feet every month. So it's either going to be a natural disaster, say Yellowstone, or a few other things that could possibly go awry. Well, I mean, I wasn't particularly meaning like natural disasters or like just things that are out of our hands. I'm just saying that the military wise, absolutely. I mean, the the natural consequences of uh, of uh, liberalism seem to uh, you know erode at 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 things, and I don't know why people can't see it. I mean, it it amazes it's, it's me how many women can 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 we go can we kind of go to the, to the to the Bible for a little bit. Yeah, hold on a second. All right. So I can't. I, I. I. I'm telling you that it amazes me how many women claim to be liberals on dating apps because I'm singles. You know. So, right. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've seen it too myself. So. Yeah. And I'm talking about even some of them say they're Christians. Oh yeah. I mean, and I'm a Christian, so I'm. I mean, I'm not looking for other. You know, I'm yeah. trying to be somewhat ab- equally yoked. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, uh, it's very difficult to find. So what was you gonna say? So I mean, you've got the the spirit. You know, you've you've read the Bible, and you know, have have you heard of the spirit of of Jezebel and Ahab. Yeah. All right. Well, Jezebel was a very controlling, manipulative, in control woman. Ahab was a man that submitted was to her. Submitted to her. <laughs> so right now, if you look at society, we have flipped the tables. Men want to be women and women want to be men. And it is gone to an extreme of basically letting the demonic realm control and the luciferian control what is happening on the on the earth right now and it is quite interesting to see this shift when you've got uh the new covid strain that's going to be hitting the market soon that's going to cause even more lockdowns uh they want to separate they want to segregate they want to keep us in this little confined box so that they can see who their mice are who are going to fall in line and everything else. That way, it's going to be a lot easier for the takeover, which are, which over – what is it? The last statistic that I heard from Reuters uh, was uh, 10,000 uh, military-aged men come across the border every day. Man, I don't even know – I don't even know if I know a hundred guys. I know that 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 
like would be ready to go right now. Yeah, I as mean, as far as to fight a fight a battle, that's, or that's the issue right now. I mean, I'm like, it, I, I, I'm like in the can we say the M word, malicious, malicious intent. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, I mean, yeah, man. Yeah. As long as you don't. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, I know a few, <laughs> a few uh, patriot gatherings around town, but they do not. I mean, they're just basically good old boys, and they just want to talk. They just want to badmouth the current government and what are they doing wrong? And we could fix it if we were in charge. But do they do anything? Do they assemble? Do they train? Do they do stuff? No, they're just talkers. And you know that because you've yeah. Been I mean, there. I I've, I've I've seen it. Like I've I've bounced between two or three of them. I'm like looking for leadership, looking for. Wanting the desire to, hey, do we have a preparedness plan? Do we have, if stuff hits the fan, do we have a plan to go somewhere? Do we have a place to go? I mean, it's building a network. And the only problem right now that I see right now with patriot gatherings and patriot groups, people don't see the issue in society right now. They are blind to it. Well, you kind of like um, a part of it is the fact that guys like you and me have to worry about who we associate with because we know that on the level of intelligence that we're on, you know, there's also, you know, you know, double spies and this and that. Oh, absolutely. You know, where, you know, it's like, I look at it like this, man. Yeshua HaMashiach is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Mm -hmm. And regardless of whether or not somebody believes it or not, I'm not concerned about that. Right. Because I believe that he, him and his angels are, they see everything, including all the secret things that we do that we think nobody else sees, including, you know, even when you're putting your phone in a Faraday bag or mm -hmm. whatever. And you know what I mean? Like it, it but you know, I think th some things should be private, but when it comes to the aspect of, you know, we've, we've, it's almost like we've been programmed to believe that, you know, if you are trying to meet in secret, mm -hmm. then you are the bad guy yep. and you'll go to prison. And it's like, but in China, I guess Christians have, I mean, I'm just saying if you're a Christian, you know what I mean? You, you, you would need to be concerned about this because the way I look at it, you don't, if you don't take the mark of the beast, mm -hmm. if you don't put a computer chip in your hand, Elon Musk wants to put it in your head, mm -hmm. you know, um, whatever, you know, right. you know, it's like, if you don't do these things, you don't comply with these lockdowns. If you don't comply with um, the way that things are going, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, it's very easy to categorize you as a problem. Oh, absolutely. Like immediately that that's been going on for so many years. Mm -hmm. And yet what I find is that even amongst the, I mean, it, I don't know. It's just like, how should I say this? It, it, it's just so horrible to think that, that it's very difficult for us, just typical Americans to assemble and to, do what we should have the right to do in our own country anyways. Yep. But then you've got people pouring over the border mm -hmm. that it's like some of them probably don't even know each other. Right. But for some reason they've been gathered under some kind of a common spirit or cause or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in order to do. Oh, it's incentive. I mean, they get every person that comes across the border gets 2,500 bucks minimum. That's the crazy. last, the last time I heard, uh, some, a military buddy of mine said they get $7,000 per person that comes across in all like once it's said and done i'm like man i just want to throw away my id and go across the border and walk back in <laughs> i'm like <laughs> but do you see though that that like that that also could set up someone to mm -hmm. be saying see we need a computer chip everybody right exactly well that that's coming and and plus they're going to just put an incentive on it they're just going to give give everybody this is what i heard just yesterday um is the uh, people that when the whole chip thing for the brain is is activated or the I mean your Apple Pay or Amazon Pay already has palm scan now. There's no chip. There's no nothing, and you can put your hand. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, not Fresh Time. What's the healthy healthy food place that's around town on the north side? Um, not Trader Joe's. It's, no, it's not Fresh Time. Is it fresh time? No, it's not fresh time. Fresh time's down here, and down here. Um, well, they have one. Yeah, so it's Georgetown a, Market. It's close to that one. Um, anyway, they partnered with um, they partnered with Amazon to do a palm scan payment plan. 
it takes a picture of your palm, your ID, your fingerprints and everything, high res- resolution. I have videos of it, and it's going viral on TikTok right now of these women, and, and I think one dude's doing it too, but they're paying for their groceries with their palm. But as as I was saying about the microchip in the head, they're just going to incentivize it and put a $2,500 uh, a month um, payment into your account if you get the chip. It's incentivized living. That way that... Okay, so what we're talking about is in the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. chapter 13, to be specific. Um, I mean, I don't know why someone wouldn't want to read something that may save their soul. Right. Um, the Lord dealt with me about 20-something years ago. What's this, 2023? I'd say about 23 years ago. About the book of Revelation, Daniel, about prophecies and things like that. But but mainly the book of Revelation is something that once you get a grasp on it, mm-hmm. like it's hard for you to ever forget it. It's like riding a bike, man. And well, I mean... You got to remember... The very par- first part, re- um, Revelation 1, 1, 1. Go ahead and finish it. I want to read Revelation 1, 1 to you really quick. No, go ahead. You're right. Um, remember what it says in Revelation. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth this book and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand ever since like what year was it 2018 i remember i was finishing up one of my big remodel jobs here in indy and um i was like the lord told me said prepare for war i said war lord he's like both in the spiritual and in the physical i was like okay well then that's when i started reading revelations every day all right and the the amount of blessings it, it says it right here. It says, you will be blessed when you read this and hear it. It's like undeniably, like even if you pick up just one verse a day, just read some revelations. You, you will start seeing the increase of blessings after blessings after blessings and understandings because reading the word, the word is truth. Reading this will let you see the demonic powers that be. When you turn on the news or if you go out into this world, You'll start seeing that shade that we've been living in just rise off, and you'll see the truth out there. But see, that's what that's that's what I mean, though. Like when you when you think about having like a lens, like um, I wear contacts and glasses, mm-hmm. so like they, I I really since I was probably fourteen, no, 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 since I was probably about eight years old. Yeah, I remember. I was probably in the fourth grade maybe eight years old, fourth grade or something like that. I remember when I first got my glasses, I had no idea that I really needed them that bad. I mean, the first time that they put a fresh pair of glasses on my face that was prescribed to me, mm-hmm. bro, it was high definition. <laughs> I was like, I've upgraded. Yeah, yeah I remember. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I remember those I days. was amazed at how well I could see yeah. everything. And I'm like, you, got, you mean to tell me before, like, I really didn't see things the same. Right. It was almost, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like, you mean to tell me that I wasn't seeing everything right? And that's what I mean. I think that the Bible does that. It says in one place in the Psalms, you know, it's a lamp to our feet. And really it's like, I've even stumbled at times. And then it's like, there's times where the Lord has his ways of bringing me back around to the fact that he is the word and the word was is, is eternal to where like he was in the beginning. He says he's the first, he says he's the last. And sometimes like, I got to be reminded that I'm not trusting in him when I'm fearful or anxious or something like that, you know? So it's like, there are some things you should probably be, be cautious about. Right. Um, but I don't have the type of fear 
that I think that some people will have. If certain things were to pop off, I think my immediate response would be to survive. Mm -hmm. And that would mean a few things. I'm not going to go into it. Right. Um, unless you want to. Yeah, let's um, do it. Um, I look at it from a preparedness point of view that mm -hmm. the difference between people that accumulate things their entire lives and, and versus people that prepare for certain aspects of possibilities right. is one simple thing. There, there could be other things as well, but there's one simple thing that I've learned is that the less that you got to carry, the better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, yes. Absolutely. So you, you got, you got experience yep. with weapons, yep. armor, mm -hmm. equipment, mm -hmm. body armor, you know, just, I, I've, you know, so there's a reason why you want to make stuff lightweight. Yes, absolutely. And there's a reason why you want to like have certain things to go, right? Yep. Some things may not be as essential as other things, but I would say at the very least, what would you say would be the most basic things that a person could stuff in their purse, book bag, car, truck, whatever, to where they're like, if certain things were to happen, mm -hmm. which we could even go in, into that, mm -hmm. if certain events were to happen, what would you suggest that people, I mean, other than a Bible, maybe a constant, a copy of the constitution, mm -hmm. you know, but what would you say would be some primary things? Now I already know. Right. But what would you say? Well, I would have to say, I mean, water is life. So I would first have to say a life straw for drinking water. If you are out and going, I mean, if you're driving, have I mean, what a lot of people should already know what's in a go bag. They, they should have three days rations of food. They should have a life straw so that they can get to water if they are near a stream or somewhere uh, that it can filter out toxins in it. Um, have several bottles of water so that way if you can't get it get to anything you have some water um, gas masks are also another really good one just in case see that one's not one I hear too often it's not but I always tell people like what if there are is so much fire so much smoke that you can't see you can't breathe and you can't get around let alone nuclear I mean if you're if if we get nuked we're pretty much toast anyway I mean, if we don't already have it on when we're nuked, we, we have radiation poisoning. It Masks really won't help. Iodine pills. I've heard a lot of talk about getting, making sure that you have iodine pills for if we are nuked um, and stuff like that. Well, I mean, you're supposed to be iodine in our food and our drink or water anyways, right? Well, they take that out. It's not good for you. The, according to the FDA. I don't think I don't think the microphone picked up your air quotes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this isn't a video podcast, is it? Uh, no. We're going to no. upgrade here soon, bro. We're, we're going to upgrade here soon. <laughs> well, I've kind of went back and forth in my head about whether or not to go video and all that because I've been trying to uh, stay out of trouble. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm not, I mean, yeah. with, with the way I look at it is I don't have to worry about, you know, you know whether or not I'm clean shaven or, or, you know, you know what I mean? Like right. there's a certain aspect. So, you know, audio only, you know, to me, it's like, it's, we have the radio voice, but do we have the, the, the TV bods? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, whatever. I, well, in other words, not only that, but then I don't have to worry about yeah. where I'm recording uh, or anything like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, you know, some of the places I, I have recorded in has been okay, I guess. But like the, you know, there's a point where, I haven't put as much into this podcast as I probably could have by now. Right. Um, I've went long periods of time without even doing anything. Yeah. Got it. Got to stay relevant. We should. We should be doing this once a week minimum. Well, but see, that's what I'm saying yeah. though, man. Is that some people like they'll say they'll want to like because I'll ask veterans, mm -hmm. um, certain people that I think that would you know, have, I could have a good conversation with, which. I'm I'm a I'm a decent conversationalist, I guess, in my own opinion. Right. But and I always do better with somebody else, right? Oh, absolutely. But what I find with some folk is they're busy and they don't see it as a priority. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. And it's even the ones that say that they understand mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe it's time to sound the alarm kind of a deal. They still like they, you know. I find that they get distracted, or they got other things going on, this and that, or whatever. And I'm like, you know, there is a point where I would love to be able to just pay people, you know, to to 
do certain things. I mean, it, it, you want to pay people to talk with you? <laughs> you got to pay people to have friends. No, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just messing with you. No, actually, I would rather not do that. <laughs> I'm, no. kidding I'm kidding. No, I mean, because you, you want, if you look at, you know, friends or whatever, uh, right. like, are they always going to be the people that support you? Like, I mean, you know, there's different yeah. types of friends. Okay? Exactly. Yeah. I look at it like, yes, I got, I, I, I know of a lot of acquaintances that, sh- that they share similar views and all that. Um, but we're all so busy and divided. And I mean, I think that's really a weakness of our country is that people just assume that they don't need each other. And that's not, to me, that's, that's very unwise, um, especially in the time we live in, because we're talking about like these things that are just, it's like, no matter what, we are not sitting. I, I just, this is the way I view it, man. Mm-hmm. I've, I believe that there is too much stacked up against us or we've allowed certain things like our parents, their parents, whatever. It's like, there's just so many things that are in the way that we literally should be on our faces you know, at some point and, and, and asking the Lord for intervention, like to ask him to, to help us to break or to be able to compensate against all that, which is against us. Because I mean, it's something as simple as like saying that, like, I, I really don't have the time to debate with somebody mm-hmm. uh, all the time. I mean, I, I, I really try to like not debate with people about, things that I'm already convinced is like, look, I can already tell some people don't want to hear what I got to say. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I can already tell, Yep. Um, you know, when somebody is closed minded in the sense that says that, you know, no matter what I say to some people, they don't seem to just get it. And it's like, I don't really try to be somebody that leans too far to the right, mm-hmm. but I also, I don't know how should I say it. It's like, I see even people that claim to be on the right conservative people that call themselves Republicans, conservatives, whatever, uh, libertarians. I've had discussions with people over the years, man. And it all boils down to one thing. And is that the Bible believers usually are the ones that have a better perspective on things versus, um, I mean, you know, there's been one or two here or there, you know, that obviously, um, there was things that we didn't agree on. Right. But when when I'm talking about, you know, sticking on the subject of like the political and economical storm, you mm-hmm. know, that that I'm perceiving that could possibly be getting worse mm-hmm. uh, each day that passes, you know, it's like there's just some people that I already know that I don't even bother to talk with them about it. Right. I don't even bother to mention certain things to some people or to try to. You know, yeah, I would love one day if we have another day to live. Uh, you know, I look at it like it would be nice to have somebody of an opposing point of view, mm-hmm. you know, to to kind of go back and forth with or whatever, because hopefully they would be civil about it. But I'm the kind of guy that I mean, it like when it comes to certain things, man, like I don't I have a hard time tolerating disrespect Yeah, out of certain types of people. And if you've ever dealt with a a raging liberal (laughs) that just assumes that they're calm, you know, they're, they're brainwashing. It didn't work on me. So it, you know, I've dealt with people, narcissistic type people that when they could not deceive me, manipulate me, condemn me, put me, you know, get me riled up or whatever. Or it's like, how should I say it? In other words, it's like, there's just times it just really boils their blood. Mm -hmm. It really, it really pisses them off that I'm just not some average dude that's just going to fall into their little, you know, their little um, um, superiority kick or whatever. It's like, I don't need to be superior. I just want to believe the truth. Exactly. I want to believe the Bible. Yep. I I don't want to argue with people. Really, I don't. Mm -hmm. But I find myself every day seeing reasons why I don't want to be here. Um, I mean, as far as in this time, you know, I almost wonder like, oh, man, you know, why did the Lord put me here? You know, in nineteen eighty such a time as this. Nineteen eighty two. Like what the heck is the purpose, you know? Right. And, and you and some people will always quote that Bible verse that you mm-hmm. just quoted to put a positive spin on it. But the negative aspect of it is is that, you know, I think the Bible does mention that how that lot how uh 
his soul was vexed day to day mm-hmm. because of the, the, the conduct, the conversation and the conduct, whatever that was going on around him. But yet it's his fault because he chose to stay there. Right. I mean, it wasn't like our situation where he's born and raised here. And then, you know, we just assume uh, like, well, this is our homes or whatever. And it's like, I've really thought like, if there were certain things that were happening, man, like you, you couldn't just cling to your your supposed home, your your normal life, and I think it's the psychological aspect of it that people have difficulty with is that you know leaving your home may be the thing that saves your life, right? At, in certain circumstances. Oh, absolutely. So you know, let's talk about that a little bit. Bug so, in or bug out. <laughs> so when we talk about bugging out, and we talked, you know, you, you said something about some things that you should have, basically, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like a fire starter, you know, a little thing, you know. I mean, th- when when we're talking, like when I'm talking like this, and I'm assuming that some people, like, they need to hear it. Right. Like some people don't. You know, mm-hmm. they already they already have it in the yeah, can. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's some people out there that you know, it's like, look, you're gonna wish that you had some basic things. Mm-hmm. When certain things happen, ready to go because you're you're probably not going to have a whole lot of time exactly to think, you know, of the hundred different things that you want to stuff a suitcase with or whatever, you know, and 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 be gone or whatnot. Because I think some people would probably have a mindset of hunkering down in their house. Mm-hmm. Well, depending on where you're at, I mean, that might be. That, that might be your death sentence or that might be your life sentence. So when they talk about the lo- the lockdowns, mm-hmm. like how do you. Oh, they say it's going to be even worse than what it was last time. So then. OK, so if there were certain things that happened that that happened, mm-hmm. like, say. If the city got so bad, when I say the city, I'm just meaning in, in general, yeah, I get you. If things got bad enough, would you say that it would be beneficial for you to not be near the city? Absolutely. So why? So you're not so Ur- urban warfare. Okay, so that's not we're not talking about nukes. No, we're just talking we're about talking urban about, warfare. T- talk about urban warfare. If 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 stuff gets so bad, you've got rioting, looting, um, raping, pillaging, everything. I mean. What's that that new tr- trend on TikTok? I've been messaged by like five people. How often do you think of the Roman Empire? All right, I I don't know. It was the stupidest. I just I've been seeing that for the last two <laughs> or like, three days. Yeah. I've, been, I've been like, what? Why? Why did you ask me that? I'm like, and then I answer. I'm like, well, when I study the word, when I, I think about the United States and compare it to the Roman Empire because of where we're at right now, and it's just it was just funny. But if we are in the suburbs, downtown, wherever you're at, Chicago, Indianapolis, wherever, Kentucky, Ohio, wherever, I would definitely say if if stuff hits the fan, I mean, watch out for, for one thing. When we had the riots down here in Indianapolis, they started putting out pallets of bricks. Don't know who did it, but they started putting them out so that people could utilize it. For vandalism. But see, when you say that, though, it just reminds me what I was trying to say earlier is that, you know, when you can't trust the the very government that's yep. supposed to, uh, you know, be doing the, the righteous things, you know, have righteous judgment, you mm-hmm. know, do the right thing. It's like when you when you when the corruption is so bad that when you have to be concerned, like, you know, who who's who and all that, it's like, dude, we're just that that's not a blessing. That's right. not a blessing to be divided as a nation when we're no. called the United States of America, but we're really not united. Right. Yeah, it we are definitely not united. I mean, and if if stuff does happen the way that I think it will, and I hope people will not stand for it. If it goes the exact same way, if not worse, they say it's going to be worse, the lockdowns. You won't be able to go anywhere, do anything. That's why they're creating all these 15-minute cities. So I don't what, – what is that? 15-minute cities. Every, okay, so 15-minute cities are basically uh, a place where you live. The place where you live, you can get everything that you need within a 15-minute drive or walk or bicycle radius. 
first it goes walking, then it goes bicycling, then it goes car. Because they don't want you to drive hardly much anymore because of what they're doing with the electro electric cars and everything. Bro, that sounds like some Chinese communist Dude, bullshit. It's, it's coming. I mean, seriously, like, did you see what they're doing in Hawaii now? They started the smart cities for homeless after the the stupid fires that went that were out there that that the uh, the elites did with the the laser beams from the planes. Yeah, they um, they started building these these little tiny mini small houses. I've got pictures of it from local news stations out in Hawaii. I got three friends that live in Hawaii. And they were like, they said that this wasn't going to happen. And so it's just like it, it's coming. That's why I mean roundabouts. Let's just take roundabouts for a sec, for for example. <laughs> oh yeah, I, 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 I'm going to circle around. There's the way roundabout. too many of them in our area. I know. Tell me about it. I mean, <laughs> seriously, in it is a fluid motion tactic for traffic, so that you don't have to have um, policemen or law at an intersection. For if stuff does hit the fan, it's a fluid motion circuit and so they're all like they're put being put in too many places i'm like why do we need so many roundabouts well it ain't just a roundabouts i've noticed a difference in the um whoever is doing the engineering of like the correction of um how that things are designed you know okay so t- for example you know the uh, the intersection right over where are we right over here on on main street um, I'm like, I'm looking at oncoming traffic to turn right and says no turn on red, but they're turning left. I'm just like, what is this? It's going over the interstate. Oh, you, I'm you, like, like down, yeah, yeah, down you know south. what I'm talking. Yeah. And well, uh, I mean, there's a couple of places they've done that and I'm, and bro, I'm just like, dude, what sense does that even make? It, it, yeah. You mean to tell me that you went out of your way to tell some construction workers or whatever to do this stuff and they actually complied with you, it. You have to do a 180 degree circle to go from east to north. <laughs> the opposite direction. Like, what moron came up with this? What libtard came up with this? I mean, we could assume that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I... But I digress. I, I went off on a little tangent there for... No, no, no. It has every, hey, but no, it has everything to do yeah. with this stuff because I look at it like... Confusion. It's not a blessing yeah. to reject truth. It's not it's not a blessing to and and it's funny how when you guess you know, a lot of people now trying to make it seem like, well, even men can choose their genders and women oh, can gosh. choose their genders and all that. It's yeah. like I'm gonna you're you're never gonna hear nothing different off this podcast other than that there's two genders, male mm-hmm. and female. Yep. And, you know, that's the way that the creator created us. Even if you don't believe in the Bible, it should be very obvious that yeah. there's only two genders. And and I can't even process how some people are, have actually gotten to be so lame that they say anything like, oh, don't, there's so many. And I'm like, what? Where do you even come up with that? It makes no I mean, it. Demonic presence. It's not a blessing, man. It's, no. a, it's a curse. Yeah. It, I, mean, it I, really I honestly is. believe people that. The Lord even said in Romans chapter one that He'd give them over to, to their own lusts, mm-hmm. their own desires. Yep. It's if if you desire to be so smart, you're actually stupid. Yeah. Then then guess what? You're you're gonna have that, but it ain't gonna bring you peace. It ain't gonna. It really isn't gonna. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I, I my opinion really is is that it is leading to the downfall of our nation, and oh, that's absolutely. really the main topic that that I told mm-hmm. you that we was trying to you know focus on is that what is leading to the downfall of america in your opinion just basic things like top three well the lack of men leadership that that that's the main thing in, in my book um and let's see repeat the question for for the audience and for myself <laughs> no it's all right bro <laughs> um i'm just saying like basic you know top three you know, things that you think is leading to the downfall of America. So you have to do, do the men one first, and then I'd have to say the financial system, because if you look around the entire world, they're changing financial systems, political heads of power and state, and a whole bunch of things are going on 
in almost every country of this world. So there is a shift of power that is like basically it's being being it's getting ready to turn from north and south pole and it's going to be basically turned upside down on its head because of what is going on in the world right now because you've got the WEF, you got the WHO. I mean the WHO basically whatever country that accepts the WHO's word, World Health Organization's word, they said that they will have ultimate control over a nation in a emergency state of power. So if Biden says we're in emergency state right now because of COVID or whatever, I mean, we're in emergency state because he's our president. But <laughs> um, if he says and writes it out that we're under an emergency, emer emergency act, that means the who can take control over everything and enforce martial law. So there's a lot of so lack of men, mm -hmm. lack of uh, economic stability, economic stability. Yep. What's the third thing? Um, there's a, there's also a spiritual I, I would say spiritual shift right now, a demonic spiritual shift. That, so you think the spirit of Antichrist? Oh, spirit of Antichrist has been loosed for years right now. But you but what I'm saying is, is like and so, it's growing. And gaining strength. But what I just saw, I saw a video mm -hmm. through my much scrolling while I was resting um, earlier today. Today's the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Haven't always kept the Sabbath, but I'm trying. Um, so I currently have a job that allows me to take Saturday and Sunday off. Hey, there you go. Praise, Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Um, but uh, I see a video where... A Satanist is leading people into an oath. Mm -hmm. And it was like a lot of the stuff that I, rem I remember him saying was all, it sounds positive. Like, like that Satan's compassionate. Like what, what do you, what? Mm -hmm. And it, and it, it just, it, 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 it baffles me that these people are falling for this. Right. Because, you're, you, I know you're in your 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 late thirties, right? I'm almost forty. Yep, just turned thirty nine. So we we're not too far apart. So I'm. So do you remember, like Metallica, for example? Oh yeah. Uh, do you? Did you ever have somebody ever invite you like around Halloween time to a seance or anything like that? Nope, I can't say that. I, I grew up. I grew up pretty pretty strict, in a very in very Christian home. I mean, I remember that. I remember it. I remember. No, it, I mean, I remember that you told me yeah, that. But like, I'm. No, but you didn't like rebel or. No, you know, like people that. didn't come at you like trying to recruit you to the other nope. side or anything. No. Huh. Yeah, I. I I've had. There's been yeah. some attempts. Now, in my later years, absolutely. So tell me about that. Oh man, you put me on the spot on that one. I'd have to remember. Um, I mean, you don't got to. No, you're good. Um, I didn't prepare for it though. Um, I'd have to say it was um, been the the life of the uh, the partier, and um, being invited to all of you? those. Oh yeah. You mean like, what do you mean by that? Um, clubbing. Yeah, the big yeah. <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind is Fifty Cent. I know, right? Is, uh, <laughs> Something, something in the club. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't listened to Fifty Cent. <laughs> nah, until nah. I, you know, because I, I couldn't. I'm, I'm, I haven't. I don't think I'm gonna spend the time to try to go find the music right, and then right, be right. like risk a copyright <laughs> infringement or something or whatever. But uh, anyways, well, there is that, gonna, that 15 second fair use clause that they 15 have. 15 seconds? Yeah, you can use 15 seconds of basically uh -oh. any clip. Now, now, now yeah. I'm almost like, well, now I have to go find right, it. Right, right, right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to have to upgrade and evolve a little bit with this, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so um, the uh, the whole thing when I was, I, I, I lived in California for five years. And for the first. What age? I was, tw I moved out there when I was 23. 23 to 27. Yeah, somewhere in that time frame. And um, I was very large and fit when I was living there. So I moved out there. I was visual communications director for two mega churches. And 
But when I was doing that also, I was also working night shift at a bar letting people in. And it wasn't the best type of bar either. So it was like I was living the, the double life. And so it was just oh, like. Oh, you had the like the, you had some toes in one side and yep. some toes in the other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, trying to like test the waters. Like, yep, because I like always, you, I, yeah. I, I, I kept I kept my grounding in the word and the church and everything. But then it always, I, I call myself the modern day Samson. Because that's how I lost a lot of my strength in the Lord was due to women. And so it was just like those type of things just kind of. They, they always, cause it was just like, I, I, I came from that Baptist background. My parents were extremely rigid and hard nosed and wouldn't let me date. Wouldn't let me do anything. That's one reason why I moved out of my house, my parents' house, cause they wouldn't let me date. They wouldn't even let me get, get my driver's license permit or anything when I turned 16, 17, 18. And so it was time, but, uh. When I was living in California, yes, I, I had my toes in the world and my foot in on the on the rock, but it I lost my footing a lot. Well, I'm not really sure where to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did I did really make a curve there. But. I'm thinking out loud or I'm kinda thinking out loud here, but I think it has everything to do with what what we was talking about is yeah. the fact that when you can really see that the Roman Empire, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's so strange to me how that you mentioned that, but now that I connect the dots, it's like when I was probably it's about twenty four years ago, I remember when I started getting curious about the Bible, because I didn't grow mm-hmm. up in the church like you. Right. All right. So I did party. Mm-hmm. I went, I went and, and uh, as soon as I got a taste of marijuana, mm-hmm. 14, 15 years old, um, that, that, that's what made me all my friends. Mm. I mean, I wasn't really into drinking. Right. But I, I, I marijuana to me, like it really opened uh, the door to a lot of different circles of people for me. Was um, that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it it was the only path that I can perceive that led me to where I needed to go. Gotcha. Considering I didn't grow up in the church. Right. Um, because I don't look at marijuana as a bad, evil thing. I don't look at it like it's sinful unless you abuse it. Exactly. So the what I'm, you know, right now, I mean, heck, before I came here, I took a hemp edible. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know if you could tell, but man, I feel pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why you're talking so much? I'm just kidding. No, no, that, that caffeine does that yeah, to me. But uh, but no, I mean, it's like I'm not, I don't feel like I've smoked anything. Right. But I feel like I've got a little calm uh, buzz type of I mean, deal going I think, on. I think if my memory serves me correct, I think my dad takes those. Well, it's I mean, just different. Yeah, it is I don't have the paranoia or anxiety that like regular weed or yeah. or even the newer genetically modified bullcrap that it would cause. So, you know, I can think straight. You know, I'm, right. I'm, I've got a little caffeine in me now. You know, I'm doing all right. But my point was is that I, when I was a teenager, you know, I was just on a, such a destructive path that I didn't realize how close I was to death many times until you know, later on. And I look back hindsight being 2020 and I'm like, dude, I could have died so many different times. And right. I, literally people tried to kill me, you know, because I'd start talking to, I'd get to the point. I got so curious and so fired up over the Bible, even being like, I think one time, what was it? I don't know, man. I'm a, I don't know what I was on. It's something somebody gave me, but I don't even know what to call it. I mean, I just don't know. I don't even recall. Mm-hmm. It could have been some, uh, I just don't know, man. Right. No, it I, just, I, I was, was yeah. I was in the, I was in that period of time where I just, I wanted to feel good. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd say, like I said, I was about 18 something. You know, I just remember, you know, the blurriness really was, it's not so blurry when, when I'm looking back and I'm thinking the Lord must have protected me because like, I just, I was always putting myself in bad situations and always um, just, I just wasn't, I wasn't living um, for a good purpose. Right. My, my whole goal was centered around, you know, pretty much 
I would say pleasure, really. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, it's like, why do we do anything that we do? You know, and the one of the things that I think is eroded um, away at the moral fabric of our country is just the idea of that pleasure is more important than, you know, just even basic righteousness. You know, like when you when you think about like thou shalt not kill or thou shalt not murder, really, if it's properly interpreted, thou shalt not murder. It's like mm-hmm. what stops you from wanting to murder somebody? Well, because you don't want the pain which is opposite of pleasure. You don't want the pain of going to prison. Right. I mean, that. I guess that's what should stop mm-hmm. most of us, right. you know, and say that, well, um, not only that, but uh, why, why, I mean, you know, why would you really want to take somebody else's life based on some of the reasons why other people do, you know, because it's like, I just look at it like pleasure and lust and desire, like it all goes hand in hand in my mind is that when you can, you can see how people react when they don't get what they want, yep. when you cross them, when you offend them. Um, I mean, I've offended people and I'm very lucky to be alive right now, man. Right. I mean, just for the basic knowledge that I know that these people, like there's certain people that they didn't have to do it themselves. They could have had somebody else do it right. kind of a thing, you know? So on on your point of the, um, the whole um, murder lust kill all that stuff that you were just talking about what's in the book of james i mean james kind of puts it in a better way right right right. is that where do these wars where do these battles these fights these where where does this stuff come from these these conflicts you know james chapter three i think it goes into four right Mm -hmm. so and it says isn't it even the lust that war in inside you in, in between the your your he says members but I, i'm not really sure if he's talking about church members you know you know what i mean like you could probably see it like that right like the people that you're battling like it's over your 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 selfish desires and it's like even good things can become bad Absolutely. when you when you get when you when you can't control your passion for certain aspects of things. And people sometimes I think they're just way too passionate about getting their way, getting what they think they need, which goes hand in hand with the black Friday idea of people freaking stomping each other to get a Blu-ray player or a PlayStation. Or- and that's not even the best deal that you can get through the year. That's the funny thing is black Friday is not the best time to get, get your gear. Well, not anymore. No. But it I hasn't worked been at for, for years. That's what I'm saying. I, I worked at yeah. Walmart mm-hmm. uh, during a Black Friday oh, one gosh. time, and 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 I saw like how people was and all that. And I'm I just to me, I just I I can't perceive putting myself in a position where I got to fight people over things that in in a, in the grand scheme of things, it's not worth it. You know, to me, yeah, I don't even own a game system, man. I'm a I'm not one of those guys that needs to sit and play games for hours and all that no i i used to but now i just use my ps4 for watching movies or watching youtube or something yeah but i mean so really i don't know i'm trying not to get off track bro you good it's like when we are resisting constantly the things that the lord puts in place in our lives because I believe I can see, I can look back and I can tell that there was things that the Lord put in my life that though that my parents didn't make me go to church and I didn't really have a family that made me go to church or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't grow up the way you did. Right. It's like, I can see very clearly that there was things, people, whatever, that the Lord put in my path to try to correct my path. Right. So how many of, I mean, but so I think it has everything to do with the fact that it's like, one of the downfalls of this country, I believe, honestly, is that you've got people that they fight against the Lord and his people because they're operating as Antichrist spirit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't think they're aware of it. No. Sometimes I think they do. They are aware of it, you know, right. and I'm like, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not trying to come off like it. I'm just saying that like. When you was in Cali, like you say, 24 mm-hmm. to 27 or something. Yep. So when did you notice like when you went when you 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 try to say that you kind of went down the wrong path, mm-hmm. but it's like did you not notice like when the Lord was trying to maybe give you a way out? Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, I mean, it it was it's pretty pretty evident, but I didn't listen. I even got married to the wrong woman because of it. And it was just something like I was yeah, I just I wasn't listening. I wasn't wanting to hear it. I just wanted to basically what's that what's that saying have my cake and eat it too um i wanted to live for the lord but i also wanted my own way it was the the yin and i call it the yin and yang conflict years it's where the good and the bad mix and we have to reseparate and and, and go back to got to kind of almost have to go back to square one again so let me ask you this question mm mm-hmm. As a Bible believing man, because mm-hmm. you did mention that one of the the first thing that you mentioned when I asked you what what I thought what you thought was leading to the downfall of America was the lack of men. Mm-hmm. So, as a man, mm-hmm. a Bible believing man, do you think it's possible that we really have to make it a point? to submit ourselves to the ideology that is biblical, that is not so far to the left, it's not so far to the right. But if you get in the middle, straight and narrow, you know, that you can understand there is a time to be a warrior as a man. Oh, absolutely. So then that means you're not going to be hanging out at a church all the time, being like a monk, having no sex, no women. Because did the Apostle Paul not mention that there would be a time that would people would forbid marriage? I believe he did. Okay, so there's a part in the New Testament. I can't, I don't know exactly, I can't quote it at the moment. I, I know I could find it because we got this thing, you know, called Google or mm-hmm. DuckDuckGo or whatever, you right. know. Um, but it's, but you know what I'm saying is mm-hmm. true. You, you've heard that before. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like, I'm not real big. I'm not like, a, was that that Jack Van Impey? Oh gosh, that that I gave my life to the Lord because of Jack Benanti. <laughs> I was scared straight. I was. I remember the couch, and I remember the entirety of that whole sermon of "I'm going to burn in hellfire if I don't repent right now of all my sins." But it was the way that he he uh, memorized Bible verses. It's like he could just quote, quote it off. He, I'm like, dude, well, this dude ain't reading okay. off no cards or so nothing. That is years <laughs> of being in television evangelism. Because, I mean, you're like constantly every – just like how – say technology. It's like I, can, I eat, breathe, and live technology. I eat, breathe, and live flooring, construction, and whatnot. It's our trade. It's our whatnot. So you've got Jack Van Impey and all these TV preachers. They're living every day in the Word, in the Bible, teaching, preaching, getting edified every day. I always like – I'm dumbfounded by – uh, Mark Driscoll, he's one of my favorite television pastors right now, like all-time favorite television pastors. And he's just – he just rambles them off. Like just when he's randomly talking, he'll just ramble off scripture. I'm like, how do you do that? I'm like, oh, I want I want that vigor. I want that fire. I want that memory again. Hmm. But – Well, see, that that's what I'm saying though, man, is that there's a difference between those who – they don't think it a strange thing, a dorky thing, a nerdy thing, or they don't think it like such a bad thing to actually say that I'm a man. Yeah. I'm a believer in the Bible. There's plenty of evidence and including archaeological evidence mm-hmm. to validate the Bible right. and its its uh, ability to transcend different times. Um, I mean, it, it it's to me, it, it's it's looked down on. And I know it's looked down on because some folk, man, it's just the way they act about somebody that even, if you even dare quote the Bible, some people, they just, they already know from right then on, you know, that, or at least they assume that they know what you're about. They assume that you're not respect, you're not a respectable person or you're some crazy or, I mean, there's just the way that some people have perceived me, even my own family, the way they've treated me over my my biblical beliefs mm-hmm. um it's like um it's been a battle man and i'm not saying that they wanted me to go down a bad path but i do remember one particular family member saying that they 
did want me to go back to being the way I was. And it's like, once you're born again, man, like, you know, once you've received the seed of the word of the Lord and his spirit, once you're baptized, once you're by water and by spirit, once that that takes place, bro, you're never the same. Amen. And you cannot, I mean, it's, it, it, it grieves me. Well, I know it cause I'm grieving the Lord. It, it grieves me to do certain things. You know, it's like, this isn't just something where it's all about my head knowledge. My heart has been touched by the Lord. Right. So there's certain things that I, I just, I don't want to do ever. Like, like there in first John, it talks about, you know, and this is going on the third thing you said, mm-hmm. more, the moral fabric of things of right. our country. It's like, when you look at first John, it says that those who practice unrighteousness, which is a complete disregard for the law of the Torah. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you can't define sin any way that you want to. You don't just say that, well, it's a sin, you know, to do this or a sin to do that. When you don't, even, it's like, but you're not even acknowledged what the Bible says, right? So how do you? So to me, it's like it's like saying that, like you know, nobody really. I mean, not too many people go around quoting laws all the time. But what I've noticed is that there is kind of a trend I've seen where people are saying, well, because we have so much access to information, they will go and they will research laws in order to, you know, fight back, you know, the system of um, where, you know, there's some that they, they, they don't even want to comply with the constitution. Right. So, I mean, when I, started getting into the partying thing. See, I don't know how I just did that. <laughs> so when I started getting into the partying thing, <laughs> I'm sorry, bro, it's funny. You're good. Um, you know, these are the topics of discussion I've been talking about for, I mean, with other people, pe- other people got me interested in the Bible through politics, mm-hmm. politics, religion, spiritual, you know, all these things. When you, when the whole thing with the Roman empire, it's like, bro, I remember distinctly having conversations with people where they where these guys that I looked up to, I was probably about 17 at a particular instance where there's this guy that, oh, he played football at the high school I went to and all this. He was about a year or two older or whatever. I looked up to him. And, you know, yet I think that he was a little extreme when it came to uh, his view of uh, things. But uh, so anyways, I know for a fact that when him and a couple of his buddies, when they would mention the Roman Empire and the fact that our country was like that, Mm-hmm. It's it's just like er, there's so many parallels to the Roman Empire and America and the cycles and seasons that we've went through as far as the, the you know, when you think of prosperity and then when you think about a recession, when you think about a depression, when you think about um, the erosion. Right. Though the... The, the eroding away of that which is holding us together mm-hmm. in a functional state. Right. You know, it, it's like you, the very, just like the immigration thing. Mm-hmm. Welfare, immigration, when you have the political issues that we have, it all mirrors the Roman Empire. And I'm not really sure if those guys, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure if those guys, um, how should I say this? I'm not, I'm not really sure they're Christian. I don't know. Cause at this point, I mean, I haven't had communication with them in a long time. Which ones again? Who? Just guys that like, you know, like I had partied with. Or, oh, or I got you. I got you. Got you. Where, you know, similar to you, it's just like, I know I was going down the wrong path, but like the Lord, how should I say this? He used, the foolishness and the, I don't know, the, um, just whatever it was I had encountered. It's like he used those things to bring me to a place of sobriety to where I did. I went many years where I did not smoke any marijuana. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke, uh, I mean, I might have chewed tobacco maybe a few times or something in, in a matter of, let me see how many years. I don't know. I know I went at least 15 years or something where it was just like, man, I just lived very straight and narrow, um, ra- you know, a- attempted to raise a family. I was married, all this, not married now, but uh, 
but it's just how should I say this? It's it's like people don't always submit to the to the Lord's call. But would you admit that some people might be chosen? Because I mean that's biblical, right? Yeah. I so would, I would do you feel chosen? 